Well, earlier we heard from Dr. Luke's account of the birth of Jesus. Let me remind you of a few of the verses. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Now, I love Christmas. I think it's, it's great. All the right ingredients are there. It's a time when I get together with the people I love the most, my family. It's a time when there's a lot of delicious food. And it's a time when people give me presents. What's not to like about Christmas? And if Christmas makes you feel like that, then let me tell you this evening that you're in good company. Because that is what God thinks about Christmas. Good news of great joy. There is so much that we can enjoy about Christmas, but I wouldn't want you to miss out on the best bit. You see, on that first Christmas night, you could have easily missed the most significant event in history. On the face of it, uh, a young woman giving birth to her first baby with no midwife on hand, except for a very nervous husband, I would imagine, while that's a kind of a personal drama, you would hardly consider it an earth-changing event. But this was such an important event that God would not let it pass by without telling us the significance of it. I have never seen an angel, and I don't suppose you have either. And if you have, come and talk to me afterwards. Even in the Bible, it's worth knowing this, even in the Bible, they do not turn up very often. And so when they do, it is very significant. Now, when we think of angels, we often think about images of primary school nativity plays, or like the play we saw uh, earlier today in this church. There seems to be some gender stereotyping going on, doesn't there? Like the shepherds are the boys, and the angels are just cute little girls in, in white dresses and tinsel on their heads. And all their parents go, oh, they're so cute. Let me tell you, the Bible says that angels are nothing like that. No one sees an angel and thinks, oh, that's so cute. Angels are terrifying. These are tough uh, working men who would guard their flocks at nighttime. Can you imagine what sort of job that is? This is not a job for uh, people who are frightened easily. But when uh, these angelic beings turn up, they are absolutely terrified. These supernatural beings who seem to radiate the very glory of God, they are terrified. The shepherds knew something big was happening. And quite frankly, you'd have to be a bit dim, wouldn't you, not to get the point. God chose to reveal to them what the real significance was. Interestingly, he didn't go to politicians, he didn't go to kings, he went to the shepherds. So what is this good news of great joy? Well, here it is. It's in, uh, it's in the text. Today, 
a rescuer has been born to you. I mean, that's simply what the word saviour means, a rescuer. Back in November, on, the, on November the 12th, in northern India, a landslide caused a construction tunnel to collapse, trapping 41 workers. They were stuck. They could not get out. Their only hope was if help came from outside of themselves. They desperately needed to be rescued. It took 17 days for rescuers to dig their way into that tunnel and place a tube wide enough so that they could bring them out one by one. The state government uh, hailed the rescue as good news for the entire country. So you get the point? Rescue is good news. Well, this is the good news of Christmas. God sent a rescuer. But I suppose it begs the question, what do we need to be rescued from? Imagine uh, Elon Musk's company, Neuralink. This, he's got lots of companies. Here's one of his companies. It's called Neuralink. And they're working on putting implants into brains and to be able to control cursors on screens just by thinking. Uh, imagine that that company so takes things on that they can put an implant into your brain that can play the memories of your life on a big screen. Can you imagine that? How would you feel if we hired the IMAX uh, in Fountain Bridge and projected your whole life on the screen? Everything that you've ever done. Everything that you have ever said. Uh, amazingly, the brain can remember more than we, we realize. And, and everything you've ever thought running in subtitles at the bottom. Now... How would you feel about that? About seeing such a presentation of your life? I mean, some of it would be great, wouldn't it? But all of it? How would you feel if we all got into the IMAX and watched it with you? I wonder, would there be any bits of it that you'd rather not be shown? Well, the truth is, is that none of us have lived a, a blameless, perfect life. Uh, we fail to live up to our, our own standards and... The Bible says we fail to live up to the standards of the God who made us. And the Bible calls that sin. And because we've all sinned, our relationship with this perfect God has been shattered. If it were my life being projected on that IMAX, there's no way that I'd want you in the room. Um, there would be moments of personal shame that are upsetting for me to even recall let alone see them on a screen, let alone the thought of what God would have thought about those offensive things. Now, I wouldn't want you in there. See, God is a just judge. And whether the sin is big or small, in our estimation, God must act to judge and punish sin. That's what we learn in the Bible. We all face God's judgment for our sin. Now, I can imagine you might be thinking this evening, well, I just came along to enjoy a few carols, and you turn around and tell me, uh, Pastor, that uh, God's going to judge and punish me. Well, thanks a lot. What a great Christmas Eve. But this is the point. The reason I've spelled out the bad news is so that we can see what great news 
the birth of Jesus is. That's the message of the angel, isn't it? A rescuer has been born to rescue us. It's a message for all people. A rescuer has come to rescue us from our sins. A rescuer has come to rescue us from God's judgment, to restore us back into a right relationship with him. And this really is our greatest need today, to know God's forgiveness, to be restored into a right relationship with him. And that really is the best part of Christmas, to know all the shameful things of the past are forgiven and God chooses to remember them no more. They're paid for. They're dealt with. That I can live day by day knowing that this holy, perfect God is my Father who loves me and cares for me. It is the most incredible good news for all people. What a rescue mission. God becoming a man with the purpose to die on a cross and rise again in order to rescue us from our sins, all to make this forgiveness possible. This is wonderful news. It really is the best news of Christmas. God's gift to the world was a rescuer, his son. Now, if you ask people on the street what Christmas is about, many will say it's a time of, of giving. But you've never understood Christmas until you understand it's a time for taking. We need to take this amazing gift he has given us. God's rescuer, his son, Jesus. But like all the Christmas presents that may be there tomorrow uh, under the Christmas tree, um, they're not ours until we receive them. It doesn't matter how fantastic the present is. It doesn't belong to you until you receive it. Now this Christmas would be the most wonderful time to receive God's gift, don't you think? If you don't know this gift, this Christmas could be the time you could receive Jesus as your King and Savior. It'd be the best Christmas you ever had, to know your sins are forgiven, to know that the shame of the past is covered, to know that you're right with God. This is good news of great joy. Now, if you read on, uh, we read on a little bit earlier, you see that the response of the angels wasn't just mere indifference. Oh, that was nice. I do love a sing-song with a multitude of angels. They didn't say that, did they? They actually acted upon this amazing news and searched the town until they found this Jesus. And can I encourage you to do the same? If you'd like help to do that, uh, why not go to the Connect Corner down here afterwards and uh, there's some really friendly people who'd love to chat to you there. Uh, there's going to be a, um, three Friday nights in January, something called Hope Explored. And these are informal, relaxed evenings. They're for anyone who wants to explore uh, the reasons why you can find hope and peace and purpose in life because of Jesus. January the 12th, the 19th, and the 23rd. And if you'd like to come along, we'll take one of these. If you see one around and just email in or talk to someone at Connect Corner, give us your details and we'll give you some reminders. Well, I want to wish you a very happy Christmas and a wonderful new year. And that is going to be yours if you have Jesus.
So let's stand and sing our final carol this evening. <laughs>